Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including glitch techs, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hey, y'all. Michelle Ander. Hello. And Maddie Potter. Hello. We're talking glitch techs, the... Uh, new Netflix Nickelodeon animated series. We're overly animated. Find us at overlyanimated.com where we talk about a bunch of animated shows, including recently a bunch of awesome new shows, which is exciting. And uh, subscribe to us on uh, your favorite podcatcher, Spotify, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated. So Glitch Text is a new uh, it's a show created by Nickelodeon Animation Studios that they're airing on Netflix as part of the new Netflix Nickelodeon deal. Um, uh, the show's created by Dan Milano and Eric Robles and has been, I don't know, in development tell kind of ish for a little while. Basically, Nick has kind of refused to air it and now they are putting stuff on Netflix. So it's here. Um, and also there's background on the show that, um, there's like tweets from the crew. The show kind of got like abruptly production stopped, um, after I think around, um, 20 something episodes. They had like a 40 episode order. So there's more episodes than are out on Netflix right now, but not the full amounts they originally ordered for. Um, but I think there's always the chance for more if people watch it on Netflix. So definitely recommend this to people. Um, this is part, I'm going to call this part one instead of season one because I think this is clearly not a whole season. Uh, Netflix right. is just dropping yeah. half of it now. Yeah. Uh, so part one of Glitch Text, we're going to start spoiler free. Um, I think a lot of, I don't know. My perception is even more so than Kipo. Not too many people talking about the show. I mean, I think the industry is, but um, quiet in our community a little bit on this and uh, uh, outside larger Twitter presence, I guess. So I really hope people check the show out. Listen for a few minutes. We'll be spoiler free if you want to hear whether we recommend to check it out or not. So all that being said, starting with very general spoiler free thoughts. Delaney, what do you think of part one of Glitch Decks? I love it. Like, I really enjoyed the show. Um, I uh, really like video games. And um, as soon as, like, you know, there was some stuff on Twitter about this show, and my fiancé kept recommending it to me, and she kept making sure I knew, like, when it was coming out. And she'd be like, she'd, like, she'd be like hey, here's a show you, you, you need to watch. And so I hadn't really paid much attention to it until she sent it to me. And I... Like it's a lot of fun. Um, it's very much so. If I so I've, I've already recommended it to people. So when I'm going to tell people to watch it, it's Danny Phantom, but with video games. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. <laughs> and because that's I mean that's the style of show, and I'm like I'm really enjoying it. I think it's really lighthearted and fun, which it clearly has. There's some backbone in there that we haven't uh, we haven't delved too deep into yet, but like I think the universe is really fun, and the characters are so sweet. And I love them. And it's just a fun show. And especially even it, like, I think for casual and hardcore gamers alike, like will really enjoy this show. Like they do use a lot of like, like I would cons- like, if we're going to compare, like I would probably consider myself more of a hardcore gamer. So I like understood like everything they were talking about. And I was, it's really fun. Granted, it's definitely very like surface level. But it's really, like, I think uh, the whole aesthetic of the show and, like, the thematics, it's just really, it's really cute. And uh, we have some great representation in this show. We have uh, two main characters of color. And it's, like, I just think it's super fun. Like, I'm really enjoying it. Nice. 
Uh, yeah, we got we got some gamers on the panel here to talk about this game show. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, maybe our the least of the gamers though is Michelle. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> what's the non gamer take on glitch decks, Michelle? I mean, the gamingness is it's funny because Delaney said it's very surface level, and I still felt like, oh man, am I like gamer enough for this gamer show? <laughs> I think about halfway through, I started really feeling a lot more invested in the gaming side because it is. And I didn't I'd seen um, the initial promo for it, just like the theme song open. And I guess I'd assume it was more about like hunting glitches down as like a kind of Ghostbuster way than necessarily. But it's also very heavily invested in like having games and like scoring points and leveling up and having XP. Um, and that I think is actually really brilliant because like, I can't think of a lot of other shows that really tackle a children's show from that angle, but it seems very relevant to like, you know, Fortnite's one of the hugest things for Gen Z right now. And I think like that, I mean, there you go. So they understand <laughs> yeah, they're Fortnite, playing yeah. into it and it's great because the foundation of it. She's is trying now. really hard. <laughs> the mean. foundation still is like, you know, Miko and high five. And they're such a good, like, duo together. And, oh my gosh, I love Mitch so much, but we'll get to him. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I feel like OKKO is the only other show that, like, has uh, video games like that. But it's, like, different. But it's, it's... It's different, yeah. I mean, this one also has lots of anime vibes, but I feel like that also kind of blends really well into the gamer aspect of it. it. Visually, it's very stunning. That's one of my favorite things about it outside the characters. About it's just how... Show. yeah. How beautifully everything's choreographed. Yeah, nice. Uh, Maddie, what do you think of Glitch Text? Are, are, are you a gamer? Are you a self-identified gamer? <laughs> no, I mean, I play games. I think you're a gamer. But... Oh, great. Yeah, you're I'm a gamer. gamer. <laughs> I'm a gamer, great. Um, I, I like the show a lot. I really, I agree with a lot of stuff both uh, Michelle and Delaney are saying. I really like that, The I really like the leads being Miko and Five and just being not just too two white kids like it usually is. And I really like just um, how even just the supporting cast is really diverse too. Um, mm. Zara and her, what was, was, what was the other kid's name? Hanish. Hanish. Thank you. Yeah. They were both like, it's just like, there's a lot of um, diversity here in the cast. And even beyond that, like it just, I think there's a very easy way to go with a show like this about games where you just go lean into like, just the stereotypical like nerd stuff. But they really leaned into this idea that, um, a positive environment for stuff like this is people who are just nice to each other and people who, like, mm. like there was um like Fergie, for example, is just this kind of nerdy figure, but the main characters embrace his nerdiness and they like it and they like him. And, and that's not like made fun of at all by the show. And I really like that about the show. No one's really made fun of even like, except for like the one kind of antagonist in the show we see, he's kind of a, he's a bad person. But, like, the show explicitly tells us just don't be like him. And besides that, everyone else is just really nice to each other. And I think that's really good. And that's just without even mentioning that the animation is great. It's fun. The fights are fun. Like, each episode is just, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's great. I'm constantly stunned how many different ways they animate Miko's hair. Because, like, they do it <laughs> so many different ways during this season. And it's really great. Uh, I don't know. I just, I just really like this season a lot. It was just really fun. Awesome. I love that point you made about, like, I feel like, video game community can be a stereotype or sometimes often is pretty toxic. And this is like the yeah. positive side of gaming. 
like what yeah and is. i don't like i don't like necessarily like saying it that way but like that is what it is like it feels it feels like it puts too much emphasis on the idea that there are these bad people in the community in, in a community like this but that's just how it is but um this this really is just like i can't think of a single moment that anyone made fun of somebody like other yeah. than the one guy that the show is explicitly like don't be like him in multiple episodes yeah, and even then they're trying to be nice to him i feel like um, yeah, yeah and he's not, and, he's not like a villain in the traditional he's just, sense. He's just kind of a jerk, but he's yeah. not like, like – they're showing that like he's a jerk, but he's not like going so far that he doesn't belong there. Yeah. Yeah, the show very really positive, really fun. I think that's yeah. like the vibes you get. Um, yeah, the number one thing for me is how gorgeous the animation is and the show is mm-hmm. in general, which is like, yeah, if you, if you just like, like me, like uh, I've talked to us on the Keep Up Podcast, like the things that stand out to me now, like the shows that are just super well animated and, and gorgeous and look different. And like, if you're at all like that, the show is, is a must watch. I mean, it's, it's so pretty. Um, and then, um, in, in terms of recommendations, if you're at all like into games, like I would check it out because this is like the, the game show and they, sp- the, they sp- speak in game gamer lingo all the time, which, um, I thought I would, I mean, I didn't think the show was going to do it. I didn't know it was going to do it, but if I conceptually think of the show talks in, in kids gamer lingo all the time, I thought I'd, I think I'd be annoyed by it, but I, I don't, it's pretty endearing. Like it's, it's pretty yeah. fun. They say, Oh nerds instead of, Oh God. <laughs> and even that is endearing. Well, it, well, it's funny because like, at first you think just five says it, but then everyone says it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what I think what I really like about the universe itself is this is a universe where gaming is cool. Like this like this is kind of what we would consider like post a post esport world. So like <laughs> Oh god, I hate that <laughs> phrase so much. But like cuz that's what we're that's what we're talking about like it is, it is. Because right now like I mean esports is becoming more popular, universities are getting esports teams. And, like, I think esports are cool. A lot of people don't. But, like, here, like, look what you were talking about, Andy, about the show being so, like, positive. So Five's grandparents were like, oh, yeah, we're going to drive you to the uh, the gaming tournament. Yeah. And then, like, everyone is like, oh, man, you're, like, the best gamer in the city. And I don't really feel like it's so much as, like, it's not really a niche thing. Yeah, it seems like. And, yeah. Yeah. And so, so that's what I think is really cool about it and that's why part of it is why i think the the like you know the stupid slang they say is more one it unlike other shows they're not making it up and using it incorrectly they're using yeah. actual slang correctly and then i think that's why it's so funny is because they're all like they all say it like it's not just one character like it's all of them like amongst each other yeah, it's not like one character using the slang going like, what? What was that? What do you mean? Like, everyone just gets it in the in Yeah, the universe. like, everyone says it the whole time. Like, they call each other griefers. It's really funny. Like, I, yeah. the thorough, the use of griefer is, like, supremely amusing. Yeah, that's the one I didn't know. I didn't okay, so that. Oh, that, that means it, <laughs> okay, we got it. When, oh, sorry. No, wait, no, tell me. Okay, what explain to Michelle. Okay, so a griefer... We're is, just going to explain lingo all podcasts. Okay, the general... It's a good podcast. Yeah, so... Base definition is like a higher level character. So like someone like Mitch is oh. griefing lower level characters. Like he griefs them all the time because he steals their XP and he's just mean. Like he he once like you just keep getting killed over and over again for like no reason. Someone That's who, a grief. Someone who's, someone who's making your life yeah. miserable in the game for absolutely no okay, reason. Just because they find that it really fun. does summarize Mitch. We're, we're <laughs> yeah, he's a griefer. That's literally who he is. 
games. But that's, <laughs> but I think they're showing that that's the way he enjoys video games, and it's right. Just yeah, anyway, and I, I think we'll... that's the biggest thing about Mitch. Like he's having fun; it's just not a fun that other people have. Yeah, we'll get into Mitch, uh, but with the 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 two main characters are are amazing as we talked. I think that's a big uh, highlight of the show, and um, the world's great. The video game vibes. Uh, not, uh, not, we don't have really of serialization yet, um, in terms of some, some downsides. Uh, there's just a lot of one-off, one-off, uh, episodes. So don't expect anything big plot-wise, but if you just want like fun, uh, non-serialized video game stuff, uh, definitely, definitely check this out. Um, I'm, I'm kind of surprised Nick, I mean, I'm not surprised Nick mishandled the show, but, uh, cause they don't, they, they've consistently been mishandling things for 15 years, but yeah, like, you mean like since the dawn of, but they think like, this is, I don't, I feel like this is a home run. Like th- this is like the, the show that's quote unquote pandering to gamer kids, which is like everyone, like, yeah. shouldn't they want this show on air? The show is just fun and has video game lingo that kids will like. Why, why didn't they want to air this? I really don't understand. So it's probably more, more to say with, uh, with Nickelodeon, but, um, hopefully this gets tracked on Netflix. Did see it in the popular category. Um, that's good. It, it just did seem like a home run when it, like, just even like watching the, the pilot just felt like a home run in every, on every axis, right? Like even more so than it just being good, like we're evaluating. Yeah. I feel like this is something that would be popular with kids. Like, doesn't it, like, just, why is, I, I, yeah, it's, it's something that's tapping into, to, to the the but blanking on the the stupid game that Michelle mentioned, but um, the, Fortnite. the Fortnite culture, Fortnite? right? Like, isn't it like uh, it is? Why haven't why haven't there more shows that I mean? I think there are. There have been like live action stuff that's kind of like tried to bank on that. Anyway, okay. Maybe uh, it's more about like I would assume maybe budget reasons than certainly seems it like not an expensive being able show. to find an audience because yeah, like gaming kids those seem to go hand in hand. I can't imagine this wouldn't appeal to kids in their demographic at all i mean like the opening scene is just kids playing a game like that's yeah. yeah opening opening shot of the show is really great of um, it is mitch comes in and fights the thing i think mm-hmm. yeah that's uh, great okay as- okay let's get into spoilers um i will say they're really not spoilers for this show uh i would watch the first two episodes uh blind because it's pretty fun um, but then after the first episodes, it's not serialized. So you're not, if you want to listen more, if you're not convinced on watching it, you're not going to miss, you're not going to get ruined on pretty much anything. So, but we will put up a blank spoiler tag for all of the first part slash season of glitch checks here. Um, I was going to, I was going to do it in the intro and be like, uh, Hey noobs. Uh, we're going to, I forgot to do it. We're going to get ready to pwn this podcast. We're going to be super aggro. It's going to be P cool. You'll love it. So, okay, is is P cool and love gaming things? I right, thought I, that was just young kids slang. I, Maybe I, I'm I, that out of the loop. Also, the fact that you said young kids, you just sounded like literally like. <laughs> I know, Delaney. Michelle, I know. we're like the oh same age. What are you talking about? Like, oh my god, Michelle. Uh, I will say I wasn't prepared for them to say it out loud, like verbally. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't Mio, say that out loud. Because Miko says, "Oh, I'm squee. I love Castle Stein. That's my favorite." <laughs> Uh, it is pretty great. I forgot like, they said OM Squee. It's pretty OM good. Squee. I, does people say that? Um, I feel very validated by the use of P-Cool in the show because <laughs> I've been, I've been uh, sarcastically saying P-Cool for a long time. And <laughs> I, I started sarcastically saying it that I just couldn't stop saying it. It's because it's the best. That's what's... <laughs> 
Like, I don't say it, so, like, I wasn't prepared. Yeah, I didn't know people really said I mean, it's more of a text <laughs> thing. But... Yeah, it's a Like, text when somebody, thing. when finally someone says LOL, I will finally at last, <laughs> can, I can die happy, but, like, we're not there yet. It's fine. I, 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 like, I don't even know if, like, this is actual kids gamer slang. Like, Pwn is, like, 20 years ago, right? Like, oh, yeah. Do they, still, do they still say that? Like, I don't know. No. And noobs, like, iCarly was saying noobs 10, 15 yeah. years ago. Well, right? I mean, it's also one of those things we're talking about, like, an age range. Like, anyone from the age of, like, 6 to 13 will still talk like this, but past that point, no. Um. Yeah, well, I don't know. I will certainly this, re- I think it registers for us, I feel like, at the very, like, uh, it, it works, I think it works, because there's there's no lingo here that is a uh, too, too young kid thing that we don't understand basically yeah um i would say uh but it, it's well, and gaming culture is it's i don't want to say it's a monolith but like it it it's surpa- like it transcends age range like it it doesn't matter what kind of game you play or like they, what talk, age they talk about uh let's plays too on the show yeah they did yeah. that's the one part i really <laughs> with like, like yeah that's me if you play that's video games sure. like this is like it's a it, it it's all it all is like this across the board, and I feel like they're the games they reference, like Castlevania. Not you know we're not I like know. aiming it at children here, but uh, right, but, yeah, okay. but like you know they have like dungeons. They talk about RPGs a lot. Yeah. We get a, a literal whole episode where it's a platformer, which is amazing. They play Mario slash Candy Crush. Yeah, they play yeah. app games too. There's a pretty wide range of gaming yeah, going on. Yeah, here. yeah, that, yes. I guess it, since we're in the gaming conversation, yeah, the the episode seven with the the the, the sisters, like, oh, I, I play that, I play that app. It's like very yeah. inclusive yeah. gamer message, like yeah, people right? who just play and, app and games. And it comes about, about. Like Miko's like that. Yeah, that's a game. Yeah, it's yeah that that's like a big part of the positive gaming message. I would say, yeah. Um, it's it, it seems like the show is really about just like it, it's about how people engage with games and what makes them fun for kids like people it's more about that than the actual games they're playing specifically yeah i agree with that oh, yeah i, I agree that, yeah, i think that that's that's really good that's definitely a theme i think from from this uh, slate of episodes we don't yeah like i said there's not really serialization but um so you certainly see some themes i think like that how about okay how about uh, your favorite part of glitch text is it this gaming uh aesthetic themes we're talking about is it a character an episode delaney what would you say your favorite thing is Hmm. It's hard to say because I like a lot of it, like all of it, basically. Um, I guess for me, what, what I'm really into, but it's also a point of frustration is this whole, like, is like the concept of being a glitch tech and like they get XP and it makes me so mad when Mitch steals their XP because that would make <laughs> me really mad. So like, it makes me so mad, but like, that's the other thing. The show is so cute and the kids are so sweet. They don't care because they're like, you know, they just like doing it and like, and it's just so sweet, but I hate, I hate it. Like I get so mad every time he does it. I'm like, you're the worst. Like, Oh, he sucks. But, um, I think I really like the whole, like, I'm really like, I love RPGs. So anything that's about an RPG, I'm like sold. So like what, like they have, like, they have an inventory and like all of castle crawl was amazing. And they, uh, you know, can level up like the experience. And like when they pull their experience to get alley, like, all, like all the me- mechanics of that, like I really enjoy how they've tied in. Not just like it's not just that it's Danny Phantom with video games, but like they literally are a video game kind of. Like it's very interesting. Like I really enjoy it a lot. Like it's a lot. There's a lot of video game stuff going on, and that's what I really enjoy. Nice. Yeah. All the way the video game stuff is incorporated. That's a great point. Um, I want to say we were talking about the video game stuff before. Uh, Miko lives at house one three three seven. 
Um, oh my god, I didn't out. even see that. I did not even notice that. The intro what does that to mean? is it a gaming thing? Michelle's not lead enough to understand what I know. What does lead mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, you missed early internet, Michelle, apparently. Oh my god. Don't they say lead in the show? I don't I'm know, pretty do sure they? they did. I'm pretty sure they did at one The introduction to Miko is uh, outside the house, one three three seven. Pan into house. She's playing Guitar Hero. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, the Guitar show. Hero. Like, I understood. So Why is the number important? Uh, look up Leet. <laughs> so You're don't... right here. Just tell me. <laughs> You're right here. <laughs> You're right here. <laughs> it's an olden internet uh, meme, basically. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's just it's, a meme, Michelle. It's, that's well, that's crazy. nice. Well, a nice really Easter egg for all the real gamers out there. Leet speak. <laughs> this isn't about the show, but it was like physically hurtful for me. I saw a recent preview for Supergirl, and they referenced Leroy Jenkins, and I'm like, why is this happening right now? I'm surprised like, they didn't do Leroy Jenkins. In the show. year of our Lord. <laughs> 2020. Why are we doing Leroy Jenkins? Like, yeah. why? Yeah. Um, Dylan, what I need is you need to. We need to get a clip of Michelle saying for all those gamers out what? there. No, because it was one of the funniest. What you what you follow that up with? For all, what is lead? Is that? Yeah, it's so, a reference for all those gamers out there. For all, oh, it's a reference for all, yeah, for all those gamers out there. Yeah. Yeah, Michelle. Michelle watches Let's Plays though. She's an expert. Yeah, uh, my pride is on the floor, but I like this show anyway, so I'm gonna soldier on. Okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, it's great. Um, to, to Michelle, but you, what's re- 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 rebound with what your favorite thing is from? from I mean, the like, text. it's not Honest- the fandom, obviously. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Uh, honestly, Mitch is my favorite part. Why? Why? Because he, so Dylan summed it up perfectly in the Discord. He, he characterized Mitch as a mean girl. It's yes. exactly what he is, and it's so good. <laughs> it is the funnest kind of character. I, when he came in, he had a very good intro. He was so like intense and cool and assessed the situation. You could tell he's done it a thousand times. And he has this big white fushi hair and he's just got kind of a mean streak. It is so good. I love it. How can anyone not love that? It's the funnest kind of character. <laughs> He's that guy on Steven Universe that I hate. What's his no, name? No, he's, he's not. He's Kevin. He yeah, he's Kevin. He's Kevin. No, Kevin's also a mean girl, and he's. Great. I mean, yeah, but I feel like Mitch is way superior to Kevin. Like it's not even <laughs> Mitch a is more, much more important to the show. Mitch is at least at like hitting on. People. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. There's no, there's no Look, creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's it. He just wants to be the best, and he doesn't know how to have real friends, and he's gonna learn. And I'm so excited. Like I see his potential, but also I love that he's not there yet. That's the whole fun. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best part. Yeah. Okay, Delaney hates Mitch. I love Mitch. Yeah, Mitch is yeah. clearly very divisive. I know Alex also. I knew hates it. Mitch. I knew Dylan. <laughs> if Dylan said he was a mean girl, then I knew he would love. Oh, of Mitch. course, I love Mitch I so much. You. You're so predictable. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I Granted, I know, I'm sure, I'm sure, though, that if we quiz Dylan and be like, who's going to hate Mitch, he would have been like Delaney. So, like, that's oh, fair. Yeah. Well, also, that's, yeah, also predictable. That's true. <laughs> I also hate Mitch. Yeah, this is predictable. Okay, well, we can get more into Mitch later. Uh, Maddie, what's your favorite part? I think my favorite part is this is something that was in uh, Star Versus as well. Like, I just love that the two main characters, there's never one of the, the main struggle of an episode is never that they don't like each other. Yes. They're always friends. And even when they're disagreeing on something, they're doing it from like a side of like, come on. Why? Like, like in the episode where, um, an alpha leader, like, like Miko thinks that, uh, five is doing something wrong. 
but she's never like we should be friends anymore like it's just like it still has that level of you're my friend and i want you to be better than this five and i really like that i really enjoy that for this entire all all nine of these episodes i really i really like that a lot yeah love love the two of them well it's like especially in a i really felt that way in going going gauntlet yeah when they're fighting it's like that's the other thing i really like because they're so sweet like they're like they're just buddies like i love them like they're so cute I think in line with that, like, I really like that Miko, like, in these kind of shows, it's really easy for, like, the girl character to be, like, not as important as the guy, when, like, that, the guy's, yeah. like, the one who's getting in on things, but Miko's the one that wants to be in the in the fight, and I really like that, like, kind of tropey change, because she's the one that wants to be in the middle of it all, fighting everybody, and um, Five kind of takes up the usual role that the girl in the team plays where he wants to plan everything, and I like that flip, because it means that Miko's a lot more energetic, a lot more in on everything and it reminds me a lot of star and it's just i i think it's a good change it's real i really like it a lot yeah Mika's well i think like that's the, the thing it's force and five is like the tactical yeah. one well this is very similar to star like yeah. now that i'm like it's the, yeah, yeah this is uh and i'll and i'll piggyback on this and say i think miko is my favorite part of of the show she's great um, she is great, great. love miko and she yeah, i wasn't thinking it originally i had some other comparisons in mind but she's very similar to star butterfly well their whole dynamic is very star and five is you know i think five isn't as similar to marco as miko is to star but their dynamic is very starco yeah. yeah is it bad that i like i might like five more than i like marco um, that's person. totally fine. It's fine. Five, five is, five is great. Five is, five like, is a little more depth. Um, I mean, I don't know, but he five is like cooler. <laughs> like he's yeah, he's, he's more competent. <laughs> he's not as awkward. Yeah, Marco. Like my five Marco doesn't Fox. make me want to cry. Also, uh, in uh, Karate Trainer, I was like a like he was cracking me up. Oh my nice. god, that was so good. I, when I saw Karate Train, I thought it was going to be, oh, Marco's doing karate. No, it Here wasn't. It was, no, it no when he was being like stealth, and he's like, how did she know it was me? It's so funny. Like, funny. I love they're, him. Yeah, yeah. He's um, just such a sweetheart. They're both great. I think, yeah, I unsurprisingly think Miko especially stand out. Um, but uh, she, yeah, she's just like uh, always, uh, always like a really great presence on the show, like full of energy and positivity. And uh, also her, her character design cool. is yes. great. So we have not just like her hair is fabulous because obviously it is, but we have a chunkier girl main character. This is good stuff. Like she's not stick thin the way uh Five is. Yeah, their character models are very different. Um, well, granted, they also make fun. Like, they keep calling five bean poles. So, like. Yeah, she's supposed to be more normal in five is. I don't know. But, uh. But I, I think. I don't think there's a single one of, like, the text that has a sim- Like, the same, like, model. I really like it. Right. All yeah. of them are different. They all look different. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. So, um, yeah. La- La- Miko, very star butterfly. I also got a lot of Kelsey from Craig vibes from her, especially that one episode where she has these fantasy sequences. Um, that was so funny. She does fireworks. And she had she's a she also has a bird too. Oh my god, when she's like when she's like holding her mom and then when it's like her mom's the villain, I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, and she's like something about her being cool. Yeah. Also, Allie is amazing. Like Allie to stick around, but I love it. Is Allie what? The The best animal companion? Perhaps. She's up there. So it's a strong uh statement after a few episodes but Allie's good um okay yeah a lot a lot of great elements um and there's there's more too definitely want to get into um so i don't know i feel like we hit the the video game stuff but other other video game things i think the um the a lot of the music 
um, the references they make, and then also well, like literally the, Netflix. So I watch everything with subtitles, and it, every I just died every time Netflix was like chip tune music play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is so good. I really liked. Um, we didn't mention that. I, I like that we didn't ever explain how this world works. I don't really want to know how it works. I just want to have fun with it. And I think that that the I think the show really benefits just from being like they have the technology for this. Just accept that. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. I, just, I, I like. I like. I want more depth, but I, I don't necessarily need depth in that area. You yeah. Know, but exactly. just so it's like somewhere well, else. Us, you know, when they're like. When, okay, Inspector Seven was a great character. Like she cracked me up. And then, of course, we get the whole like the subject, and I'm like, oh my god, what? Because Miko can't be reset. Right. So, oh, the, the, okay, here's. I would say the biggest thing that doesn't work with this first batch of episodes is that there's the first two, and maybe even. Uh, or the first, like, one, because the first episode's a double episode, and then um, the second episode has uh, this this tease at the end where the inspectors right. want to report to the company. But then, yeah, you're right, Miko also can't be reset. The Those first two episodes have plot, like, threads, and then we'd, like, completely lose everything in the... Well, it's one of it's only episodes. nine episodes. Well, you don't need that no, much it's plot. No, following, it's following the, the same... We've been talking yeah, about this is. in, like, every podcast. It follows that formula that every show since like the past four years has decided it's going to do started this like gravity falls did this to some extent where you have you're like i'm we're gonna have a plot and then we're gonna drop it for 10 episodes and then we're gonna pick it back up in the middle and then finish it out and it's super irritating and that's another thing like obviously it's not their fault that nick sucks <laughs> at like airing anything and then it's on netflix and they only dropped 10 episodes they didn't even get to finish their production order but, like, that's what's frustrating about this drop is because this clearly is not a season. This is 10 episodes. This isn't how the show is meant to be viewed. Yeah, I also want to say this is out of order. Um, the yeah, eight, is the it? Eight, the eighth episode, Dan tweeted that it's the 16th in production order. Oh, so, good. Oh, uh, wow. Well, in, in episode eight, uh, five gets a, a companion and then it's not followed up upon. So, I'm yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, I okay. Because it's, it's, it's later in the freaking show. That's why. Yeah. And we'll never um, see the upgrade Allie gets for a long time either. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, sure, there's ex- there's extenuating circumstances. Like, we get half of the thing, and it's out of order. Um, but also, like, they're clearly not... Maybe, I mean, maybe the next batch will be the serialized episodes. I doubt it. I feel like most of them are going to be like this. Like, um, I think it's that it's that same formula. It's, it's and just like- the, yeah. I think of this as, like, the Cartoon Network format, where it's, like, the first yes. season is very non-serialized. Um, so, like, I don't... It's, it's, it's like, I don't know if they want to have serialization later or not, but they tease a lot of it in the beginning, maybe even more than normal, and then it's just... Uh, Honestly, I feel like the first episode is very different from the rest of the show. Well, no, I would say that was the thing that was so compelling for me was the first two episodes are intense. Like, and I was really, granted, I enjoyed the rest of this, what we got, because the episodes are fun, they're well animated, and like the characters are just so great that, you know, it's hard not to enjoy it. And so I think that's, that is definitely a plus for the show that you can enjoy it and it's good without you know this is well i'll probably put this up there with these are one of our shows that hopefully if we get more will be one of those like consistently good like great shows but you know it is i it definitely felt a little misleading because it comes out really hard in the first two episodes yeah i and 
it's it's also not only hard, but the first two episodes, it's all, they're almost like going against the company, Hinobi, yes. and then they're with then the, they the company there. later. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, okay, like the pilot's getting you to a place where they're setting up the main plot of the rest of the show. But it's like also clearly Hinobi has some villainous force behind it, but we're just not doing that yet. Right. Um so I don't know. I guess for these reasons, for me, this is like um, a, sta- a tear down from uh, Kipo. You know, Kipo is a special show, but um, you know, so we we have we don't have the full picture yet. But uh, I think it was a little a little sluggish with the one off episodes for me uh, late late on. I guess there's still I still enjoyed every single one of them, but um, I, I would love to see some of these uh, bigger scale ones uh later i don't know if that's if we'll do that at some point but um i mean i think you could argue eight is a is a bigger scale episode um and that's later in the order um i don't know any other other comments on the serialization stuff i I really fine i don't think it's a problem to not have a lot of plot right off the bat and like to be fair it's not i mean this is something that you know star and amphibia also did something steven did something adventure time did Mm -hmm. It, I don't know if it's necessarily a thing about like proving to executives that like okay we'll like start off n- not being serialized and then like we'll get serialized later proving after we have an audience or if it's just like an artistic storytelling choice yeah it could be either because like for Nickelodeon I can't think of a single show outside of like Avatar and Korra that had you know a lot of plot and a lot of story progression this might be new territory for them also and they're not you know sure if they want to have a really plot heavy show and I don't think that is necessarily a bad thing. So I don't think it's like super fair to compare it to like Kipo because that is like, you know, very story focused from the get go. And this is just a kind of different animal. It's more about the gaming and having fun than about the greater mystery right now. I think that's like exactly where it should be for a first season. Yeah, I agree with that. I, the comparison to Kipo just because they're visually standout shows. I mean, that's recently. true. That's, that's the only reason. But I, oh, yeah, Maddie. Yeah, sorry. I, I think the show like, I'm with Michelle in that I really like this. I really like how fun it is. I do think that the first episode does set you up to expect something different, which isn't the best. But I do think that, like, it does set up the characters and it does set up the fun, like, the fun it will be. I think the only thing it does set up a little poorly is that I there's this a few sequences in the first step, the first, like, du- two double parter is that it, a two parter is that it um feels a little more serious at times. Like, there's the scene where Miko, like, like kind of stalks towards Mitch and he uh like tries to reset her a couple times and it's like really intense and I really liked it but like the rest of the show never has anything like that ever again yeah I agree with the serious tone the memory resetting comes across as pretty sinister in the beginning and is lighthearted later on I would say yeah, yeah and, but I think I but the thing is like one of my favorite scenes of the entire show is that scene where Biko just like just tears into Mitch and like it just feels very it feels very pointed at certain people in the gaming community. Mm. Nice. It feels very pointed. <laughs> yeah. And I will say a lot of shows uh, like Michelle, most shows start like this. Um, and I just think for some it works, for some it doesn't work as well um, in terms of being non-serialized, even if they're going to ha- be more serialized or more just uh, in le- less, less like uh, more, more serious. I don't know, but um, less one off. Um, and well, I, I think this say- is this is maybe in the middle for me in terms of how much it works. Like, like the, the strengths of the show shine through, but I also think it would largely benefit from focusing a little more on some stuff right i would say these episodes though are like like in comparison to amphibia uh is probably like they're just they're every episode is strong i feel like like they're all solid episodes so i think that is something the show has for it like regardless of serialization like these episodes are good yeah yeah 
Yeah, I do think I do think they're all decent. Because every show, like I mean, a lot of show. I mean, Steven struggled with this. Star struggled with this. Amphibia struggles with it with having episodes that are like consistently good. To be fair, nine episodes is not a large, and they ob- yeah. and they obviously picked and like moved them around. So that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think there's some some um, only okay ones, I guess. Uh, six. Well, it's like I would say, like, yeah, um, uh, collection quests. Yeah, I think that the six, seven, nine. You know, I mean, I, I personally like seven, but they're they're pretty uh, one offy. Well, I um, also really liked seven, but you know, if you if you were to argue, like, these are weaker episodes, and they're yeah. still very good. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. those are the ones you'd look at. Um, two, I think two might be the worst. I don't know. Um, but uh, they're 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 all have, at least have de- significant parts that are good in them. Um, which is which is you're right. It's it's a hard thing for these shows to do early on. It's just hard to make TV and have it be consistent right off the bat. Very very few shows do that. Um, yeah. The any other thoughts on the animation? The intro is like it really animated. So well. good. Oh my god, the theme song is oh, so yeah. good. Theme song's really good. Uh, Netflix dims part of the intro, which is annoying. Um, yeah. Did it for uh, reasons, like legitimate reasons. But um, yeah, I don't know. If they coordinated that, that would have been good. Uh, but I uh, do really like the character designs. This is a show that feels very distinctive. In the way that, like, you know, if we're going to compare it to Kipo, Kipo also has a very distinctive um, art style um, that doesn't look like a lot of other shows. And I, I just love seeing the different ways you can draw characters. And this is a show that exemplifies that pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, definitely the character models, just the like the backgrounds, every all the fluidity of the animation. Well, and I really um, like the uh, like you know you know uh, Kipo and you know has more of that kind of comic booky. Yeah. And what I really like about this show is the video game pixelation, and also like it also just feels really natural. Like when you have their little like a hundred experience, like I think they do a good job of like throwing that kind of stuff in there, and it and fits. They- and they even do it in like kind of subtler ways where they make like they don't really like broadcast it, but all of a sudden the, it'll be like on a plane, like it'll be two D. They'll be they'll be walking on like two in two dimensions, essentially yeah. like fighting people in a fighter or something. But they won't like broadcast it every time, so it's just like it's clearly it's just art. And it, they're using it as an artistic choice, not just to be like, hey, look at this video game thing. And it, I think I find, it's really interesting when they do that. They do that with um, chibi designs of the characters too. Yeah. Sometimes when they have cut dialogue, and I love that too because it feels like such a, an easy way to just be like, "Oh yeah, this is a very video game heavy show. <laughs> We're going to do this visual it, thing to show off that," and it, it works really well. It reminds me of Tails, Dylan, when they pop up their heads like that in the sides, like they have little like portraits that talk. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. They're like little round baby looking yeah, things. The, yeah, the, the, the skits. Uh, yeah, yeah, the skits. yeah. That, that, that's, that's a good comparison. I really like that. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah. And then, yeah, then they, in, yeah. in the Castlevania episode, they go to like, that's the old animation style. Like, also, the dialogue thing was amazing. Oh, oh, yeah, the dialogue. Yeah. I died. It was so good. I was like, <laughs> I was like so shook. And then it was so funny. Like, he's just such an over the top villain. And then like, when they have to like recite the lines, it's so good. Yeah. It even felt like they were poking fun at like the actual show Castlevania Duke. There's oh, a lot totally. of like I can't believe Castlevania came back a few weeks early, right? Like, I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but uh, yeah, I think it, they, they, they do different styles. Like all there's a, there's a little bit of the comic book dot style at some points yes. too. Um, yeah, it's very subtle to like just the just the like the totality of the animation is like just the backgrounds, the the motion, the characters, 
props. Everything's like really impressively done. Uh, the show's animated, I believe, in France. Uh, I think that's uh, hey. the company seems very good um, from this. Literally, and... literally every time Miko does like the hair flip in the intro, I'm just like, oh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Miko, Miko's hair can't be easy to animate, right? No, it's oh. the color gradient on it and very long. And yeah, the people, the animators always complain about hair. So this is. is it- there's a shot in the ninth episode where she's like knocked over and she like falls to the ground, like scrapes against the ground. Like her hair is like flopped over on the, like, it's just like, they don't need to do all that stuff with her hair, but they do it every single episode. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty amazing how the show looks and how much uh, effort and, and money hopefully and stuff was put into, to the look of the show. I mean, this is like the, you know, this show, Kipo, Hilda, like this is, this is like, if, if this is how most shows look in the future, that'd be amazing. Um, yes. But, yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Talk uh, more about Miko. I mean, we've talked a lot about her already, but um, first of all, very confusing because Nico, Nico is also a name um, and uh, Miko. Um, but uh, this, this is, uh, she is um, half Japanese, um, probably. And then yes. we don't really explore yeah. the dad. At one point, I thought she was half Jewish because she says Tokus, but I don't explore that. Um, so that's my theory. But uh, the then she has uh, her a, a large family. And uh, we we spend time in these episodes with her mom and two of her sisters, um, for the most part. Yeah, I'm and not convinced I know how many siblings she has. Like, I know yeah. she has a brother, but like, that's it. Is it four or five? I don't know. Yeah, she has at least lot. three. <laughs> also, going off the, also going off the Jewish thing, Dylan, like, the older sister looks very, like, stereotypically, like, older sister Jewish type thing. With the, like... I, agree. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. I th- I thought yeah I mean if uh, e- eager to um, talk about Miko being Jewish but there's not a lot of fuel for that there so is there's we'll, not, we'll there's not but it's, it's still funny to think about <laughs> it could be it could be in a later episode could, well when we ever we have a dad episode it'll it'll yeah we'll, we could talk okay um, she uh, well, what's she intro is she, they're they're both playing this game the Kenobi Smash uh, Kenobi yes. Smash yeah um, and um, she uh, I don't know I feel like her. Her personality, very um, the like positive bubbliness and just her friendliness and everything. These are really standout elements of her. Um, at some point, I noticed her voice cadence was just very similar to Star Butterfly. Um, that's like a big, yes. that's a big thing comparing them for me. Um, yeah, Delaney, anything else about Miko? When she's just a sweetie. <laughs> True. Um, I think I think what really like I don't. This is so dumb, but what really sold me. Other than like her just being ridiculous in the first episode, but is like when she's like flipping over all the furniture doing the VR, I was oh like, I love God. you. Like, I was like, you're a treasure. Like, she's just so great. I don't know. She's just so much fun. She's just a really fun character, but there's a lot of depth there. Like, we've really explored a lot of like her insecurities. And all, but also, like, it's like really great, but also it's horrifically sad. When she makes Mitch tell her parents just so she can be right, but then he mind wipes them, and then she's like, "And you're so proud." And then me and my fiance were like, "Oh my god!" It was like, that was that hit me hard. It like, was yeah. really hard. Like it hurt. Like, they, there's a lot of implication to her. The the, the relationship she has with her parents is like they keep it kind of surface level, but there's a lot of implication to stuff that's not good going on there. Like yeah. on her end of it, and well, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to go too much into it because, like, I'm very biased on this with terms of parents and like not being good parents. But 
there were a lot of red flags for me in terms of like what the parents were doing to Miko specifically in terms of like letting all her siblings do what they want and not Miko. And just, she was very much, it seemed to be the like the middle sibling who was just, they didn't have time to do her things that she liked or her thing specifically wasn't productive or good. And it was, I think in later episodes they showed that the parents are better than that, but it was a little confusing with some of the other ways that Miko re- reacted to things like specifically the biggest thing she wanted was for her parents to be proud of her. Like that's really, that's a red flag. That's a huge red flag. Yeah. And possible where that was for uh, the main point they're making is like crowded, too many siblings. And that like, that's like, yeah, and it could be in that. terms of attention. Well, it's like they had, well, but, they had like the board and like, it was on the board, but it was just behind like eight right. other I feel things. like that was yeah. their main point is there's just so many of them. I feel like, but, 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 I, but yeah, I'm, I would love to see more detail. Cause yeah, I don't really have a, concept of well i would say the thing that was kind of what they were going for is that like miko's thing is video games and her other siblings are doing like more traditional like hobbies yeah because like for me like at first i was like oh my god but then you know really you start keep watching and like her mom is like the sweetest but I think that there's I I I don't want to go into I, I don't want to go too deep into this because again I'm biased but like the fact is you can have very loving parents that really love their children that still mess up and still right. no exactly no that was the thing like they do and they're not perfect and but I think that like I think saying it this way like saying that they're just not perfect kind of undercuts just how much they could hurt Miko in this part of her childhood and that's a yeah, hard think, thing uh... to talk about. I think well, we need to see more on that for sure. Yeah, I no, think the, I, the I, mom, the mom at the very least, I think is definitely presented gray. Um, like I think, yeah, yeah. I think the second half is done a lot for her. Like I, I agree with Delaney. I feel like the mom very much just like she, maybe she's concerned that she sees gaming as a very antisocial kind of activity, and she wants Miko to do something that's like a little more social because she doesn't understand that gaming can be very social, which is why she was so excited when Miko got like a job because like that's the thing she can understand that seems like a more traditional outlet. But she does like go to great lengths to kind of like be more supportive later on. I just like remember the moment where the little sister, when she's really upset about karate and the mom kind of like, it's like, Oh, I have like more brochures for if you want. And like, here's some popcorn. Like, I think she's trying her best. I don't think the show's trying to condemn her or anything. I think it's hard to be a mom as much as it's hard to be a kid. And like, you know, she's just, she's just trying to figure out how to be the best parent she can, you know? And I think that's true. I think the mom is trying and I never said she wasn't. It's just that, Yet we have to remember that there's two the thing two things you said are like also red flags though because one of them is that the mom stopped bugging her after she got a job something that she thinks has value not Miko she didn't care that Miko held value in this position until she learned that it paid money essentially um, and that's frustrating like she didn't think that Miko's hobby mattered like none of the other hobbies of the children like seem to have any type of actual be productive in any real way. But now that she has a job, she's okay with what Miko does. And then the other thing is, Miko's mom is doing these things, is nice to them now, but she's also brainwashed right now to be proud of Miko. And I well, think that might they were, come I back. will say, they were proud of her before they reset. Yeah. Like they were yeah. like, oh, wow, this is really cool. But the thing was, I think they re- she just wanted to, because Miko was really excited and she was really happy. Yeah. And then. And- 
Um, yeah, like, like in general, I think she's just portrayed. I, I do, I do think she's kind of purposely portrayed as morally gray, like pretty controlling. Um, I think. Yes. That's well, I think I think they're going for the, 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 in episode seven. Like she demands a picture every ten minutes. Yeah. That, that came across as very mm-hmm. controlling. Well, I'm not sure if they're like. I'm again. I don't know who's on the creators, who's doing what. They might be going for a very specific stereotype of mom. Yeah, I was so I'm not really too. sure what they're doing. Like, I, mean, I think part of it is dealing with the rea- with the being um, like an, a child to having an Asian mom. I think that's that's part that's of what I was talking about. Like, yeah. I do think I think we might be like we might be doing Tiger Mom. Unsure. Like, yeah, don't really. And know. It seems like a nuanced portrayal of that to me so far. It is. I would. Say- yeah. But if we're doing Tiger Mom, I think we're definitely going deeper than just saying like Tiger Mom bad. We're like showing that there is it's more than just that that's going on because it's always more than just that it, it can't just be like parents bad kids good like there's it's always difficult to look into these and say like what things will hurt the kid in the in the long run and yeah i, I think, I, I think I, this is what the show's the show's going for yeah and i and i agree and i'm trying to say like i'm definitely waiting to dylan it's just i want to say like these red flags are what red these are these are red flags that pop out to me because i've experienced a lot of things mm, like this yeah, that's all i'm trying valid, to say definitely valid um and i think the end of episode three the big scene with miko and her mom um when they're talking about i don't remember what they're talking about i just remember the visual of them sitting on the bed um and, yeah uh, and i do really think like because Maddie was saying before how like this show kind of goes to such great lengths to show the positive sides of gaming. Um, I think maybe the one thing it is trying to actually also talk about is how like there is still a stigma about gaming being kind of bad from a parent perspective. And so I think them trying to kind of tackle that with Miko's mom isn't out of nowhere, you know, that seems like, again, that might be a very relatable situation that a child would find itself in. If they like, you know, play all these games and they're really good and they're really proud of their achievements and they connect to a lot of friends online, but their parents can't see that because it's like a generational thing. And this, I, I think it's handling it pretty well for that. And and I do. And I think that is there, Michelle. I definitely think that text in the show. But I also think there's a struggle there where the mom specifically says you can play the game because you've been doing good at this job, which I respect. I am proud of. Yeah, like, I, think both, I think both of those things are there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think both of them are there. And it's yeah. like, but I just want to say that like that saying that Miko's mom is saying you can do what you want as long as you also do what I want. And that's kind of sketchy. Yeah, I don't, I, don't I, like I think, I think it's presented sketchy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, okay. How about, uh, how about five? Um, could get into five's parents too. Well, they're, Probably they're, less fo- less they're foiling, that. like they're foils yeah. to each other. Yes. Because, you know, even Miko says a comment like, oh, it's really cool that your family is so supportive of gaming, yeah. but clearly something happened to his dad, I believe. Like, it's looking like his dad's not around. Unsure, though. Because that was the thing I'm not really too happy about, is we kind of dropped five. Yeah, we don't know much about his family at all. Compared at all. To like, we know, like, his grandparents are the coolest grandparents ever. Like, his yeah. grandmother yeah. is so cool. Yeah. And then, like, the food truck, great. Like, they drive the food truck. It's awesome. And I really enjoyed all of that. Granted, it also sucks though because they're like JK it didn't happen. I'm like I hate y'all, but um, <laughs> I think I think they probably stuck a bunch of the Miko family episodes into this batch, and there's five ones coming next. That's, that's that would true. make sense. Yeah. That was the thing that you know it kind of sucks because we get Casino, but like even then it's yeah like, that's the, yeah that's the best that, that's the biggest five character. Episode. Yeah, and that episode is also it's confusing. It definitely feels like we're missing a piece. Like 
when he's like, oh, I'm going with my dad to work. And the bridge seemed a lot more important than it was in the episode. So, like, yeah. it makes me wonder if there was something, like, previous that, like, we just don't have because apparently the episodes are out of order. I think they're just putting something they're, – they're holding something close to the chest, and I just don't know what yeah. it is. I think we'll expand on stuff. That's some of that stuff, yeah. Um, but, but I think that's that... fun. And, like, we definitely yeah. also kind of do in the beginning, like – kind of this disadvantaged gamer storyline, which I kind of yeah. was enjoying was, you know, Miko and five live very different lives. I mean, they, they make several comments about either rescuing five or putting him back in the alley. He's from. Oh and, yeah. That was something. And it was like, Oh wow. And like, you know, it's like, I think it's an important thing to go through, you know? And also like, what does five like to play? He likes to play retro games in like, penny arcades yeah so i think uh we're, we're doing a lot of interesting things i think with these characters and i know it's also really sweet when we see five you know, he's showing those younger kids how to beat that game yeah those are good points about about five um i, was, I had the thought i think five and miko are both a little bit more um middle middle ground versions of star and marco maybe like maybe miko is like less kooky version of star and five is like a less uh, cooler, a little cooler Marco. I would um, more normal. More and normal. I think yes. I think Miko benefits from that, but I think five actually like loses a little bit for that. I think I think the 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 fun of Marco is just that he's dorky, but people still like him. Like five, I, five is I five know. is like dorky, but it's like he's very more, secure. Marco yeah, is secure. very insecure. Yeah. Also, Marco yeah. is also very abrasive. Marco can be abrasive. Yeah, yeah so I yeah. feel like yeah. that's why that's five is much like he's much nicer than Marco can be. That's I feel true. like Mar- well, Marco, Marco is generally very nice, but there's but yes. there's more. Yeah. There's there's exceptions. We we just uh, yeah, I, I do think we've seen less five episodes than Definitely. episodes. Yeah, so I think we're missing a little bit with five here, which we'll see. But I think what we but get also from Marco is already pretty. One of more he I mean he is competent, but he also had a lot more being completely incompetent than like five is trying to be very competent. Like, yeah, he can strategize. He knows a lot about games. And I guess there's also the alpha leader episode where he is um, he's not incompetent, but he's like wrong because of uh, insecurities. Right. About, um, being yeah. A leader. Yeah. I didn't well, like Mitch, that. Episode. Mitch gave him those insecurities. I, think I he hate Mitch. Fine. Mitch had talked to him. He would have been fine. <laughs> God, no, when, came out, when I saw when they opened the locker, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh, I hate episodes like this, but it was nice because. Granted, it's because Zara and Hanisha. Yeah, are like, yeah, they're so good. See them be cool finally. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I just I like five. I definitely want to see more with him. Um, I think he's a strong character. That he see he does seem maybe similar to Star, like the the one B to Miko's one A. But I don't, I'm not sure if that's intended to be like that. I'd say they're more equal. I think they balance each other out really well. I think Miko's maybe like more like versatile in gaming but i don't even know if that's true i think they just have very different approaches but they're both very like they won the tournament they couldn't have done it without each other they do different approaches they got the the castle crawl they got into miko finishing the games and five not finishing games generally i think that they're pretty equal protagonists it's just that miko's personality is that she is the motivating factor a lot of the times she so her personality leads her to being the one that's like we gotta win or we gotta work together or we got to take this thing down right now. And like five's personality is more like he takes a little bit before jumping in, but I think they're pretty equal. Otherwise. Yeah. I disagree. 
You do? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, no, I just saying I legitimately right now, like when the show first started, I was like, okay, they're equal protagonists. And oh, then yeah. why, where we are right now, I think Mika is the main character because again, I don't know if this is on purpose or not, because now that we know episodes are out of order, I don't know. Because really, we get like the first episode, and the only thing that indicates that five is a main character is that we see him first. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think I think sure. Miko. It, it seems like Miko's intended to be, or five's intended to be a co lead. Um, but uh, we've gotten more Miko focus thus far, so we'll TBD. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, the, we we talked about their friendship. Like, uh, just I think. So we have maybe we can get into standout episodes, but maybe the two episodes I'm seeing the most talk about outside of the first episode are five and eight, both like kind of in a video game episode. Um, For me, the big difference, though, is like five. The strength is you see them together, working together to beat it. Eight, they're like separated. Yeah. Um, And I feel like the show's a lot stronger when they're together. Just like Star. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I feel like that's like. Definitely. I mean, it's this is a very Dylan take, but just the two the two main characters dynamic is like incredibly important and really good to, uh, to the show. But I think they, I think they're hitting similar things that Star is in terms of why it's so successful. Should I wait eight to say something about eight? eight? Should I wait to say something about eight, Dylan, or should we? What's it about eight? Now? What about eight? <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm just just some um, uh, general theme of it. Like I like. Okay, that. sure. What about eight? But, but I, I just like that. Um, they they talked about that thing where that happens when you're playing a video game, like an RPG, like Mass Effect or something, where like you really like connect with a character in a game, and you like really feel for them when they when they die or when they like do something really emotional. But they're just everyone else is playing this game too, and it's having this same like relationship with this character but it feels unique to you as the player and it matters to you that like this is your save file with your version of that character and i think it's really interesting that they dug into that feeling a little bit and they said that this feeling isn't stupid this feeling is real it's just part of being a person like you feel this sometimes and i think it's legitimate and they talked about how it mat if it matters to you that means it matters and i really like that message for this episode that's awesome. Yeah, I really like that analysis of eight. I definitely think that's stuff they're going into in the pet training episode. Emma wow. is like, I'm going to wreck your life up. <laughs> yeah, Emma. I'm really mad about the episode because I was like, oh, God, are we going Iron Giant? And we went full Iron Giant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were right. Never go full Iron Giant. Ugh, I was so upset. But then at least like I was about to get mad, though. I was like, OK, he gets to keep Alpha. Like I was mad. Like me and Tanya are like crying. Like I was like, this is stupid. At least. At least Alpha didn't say Superman. Like <laughs> more Alpha, yeah. For the record, yeah. Iron Giant is my favorite animated film. Oh, that makes, that movie makes you sob. Yes. Like I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like I was like, are you serious? Is this what's happening right now? <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, this is a good episode. Also, Allie is a chocobo. Uh, yes. yeah. Yes. She she should have just been a chocobo. Though. She's just a chocobo. It, it confusing because sometimes they say like an actual game and sometimes they don't. Like sometimes they would yeah. call out a specific game and sometimes it would be a parody of yeah, one. Well, uh, yeah, at the, uh, it's never like the literal name, but it's no, no. A couple times they analog. did. I forget which times they said the actual. They said Metroid. They said Metroid. Uh, okay. They did say Metroid. That's true. Yeah, like just for what, example, what, some, what I, the... I don't remember all of the references. Sorry. Uh, Nick uh, lawyers frantically trying to figure out which game. Yeah, what does it like? <laughs> yeah i mean that's always the thing it's like you can call it this you can't call it this um okay here's okay obviously we have to 
Ask the question. Very interested in, I have seen no talk of this, uh, except for, so Alex is not here. So what's the, yeah. are we shipping them? Are we shipping no. Nico and Files? Let, leave them alone, Dylan. Just <laughs> let them be friends. Okay, so you're yeah. saying let them be friends. Yes. Uh, Delaney? So, like, I both think they're adorable, but in the same way I cannot ship Steven and Connie, I cannot yes. ship. The only That's an unpopular take. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, okay, would you ship them? The only people I ship in the show, I don't ship I don't ship the two leads. I ship Zara and Hanish, though. They were pretty good together. Okay. That's I, felt yeah, I, su- I support that. I ship Zara and me. I ship Mitch with himself. Mitch, yeah, that's a good ship. That's a classic. Okay, yeah, I have to say. Oh, I ship. I ship. Oh, what's his name? What's the boss's name? Phil. Uh, I ship Phil with Inspector Seven. Oh yeah, I totally see that. That's a good. It's a good. Yeah. Um, shockingly, I wasn't really shipping them. The Megan yeah. Five, the show. There's no, there's no indication. That there's actually the, like somehow there's. I really didn't get rom- like many oh. romantic vibes. Like they, no. they do hold oh. hands. They're um, just literally the bestest of friends. And it's yes, a, it really comes across that way that they're the best of friends. Like I, it almost, <laughs> it almost makes me want them to eventually do romance more, just because no, it'd be I a don't. different take. Like Starko always feels like inevitable from the beginning. No, On I this don't. show, it's like, oh, they're just friends, and then it's like, oh, that's really powerful if they build. No, I want them to do what Hippo did. <laughs> And then, oh, and then it's like, oh, five, five's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That's actually what I want. <laughs> Nico's gonna start crushing on I mean, honestly, kind of though, who's gay in this show? Like, that's the real God. question. Like, it, both of them. They're both, both. gay. <laughs> yeah, Everyone's gay. Everyone in so the well. show is gay. Yeah, give uh, Miko a girlfriend and five a boyfriend. I mean, yeah. honestly. Done. Finish. Maybe Mitch and five, you know? Miko's hair is honestly pretty gay. Let's Mitch and five yeah, is a good show. And Mitch both is... have, like, really high hair foof. I think it yeah. could work out. No, yes. I think it should be, um, if we're if it's going to be anyone we already know, it's going to be Bergy and... Uh, That'd be cute, Bergy and Five. Yeah. Oh yeah. The quest oh, song was. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, them in the quest episode. They're pretty the quest. cute. That quest. 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 Yeah. quest. It was so good. Yeah, there's really just no romance. Also, the like automated car because they can't drive cracks me up. It does. <laughs> they are like thirteen. It's so, so funny. Cars, yeah. Miko's, I thought that's on Twitter. Miko's like fifteen. But high fives definitely. Miko, like, Miko, uh, fourteen, five, oh. thirteen. Yeah, okay. they're little kids still. Yeah. yeah. They they they're like they're in the rain. They they look like they could. Also, oh, why are they from thirteen to, to seventeen? Um, uh, because you don't question it. You don't. Question why are they it? working? Also, is this like summer, summer. vacation? Do they yeah. go to school? I had to read all unclear. I loved it. No school. Never talk what about world? it. Yeah. So like the world they're living in. Okay, getting into plot. So Hinobi is like clearly this monopoly of games, but do they control everything? Are they just a store? It seems it very seems important. Like or something or or Microsoft on some level. This seems right, okay. Like, the show is like Big Hero Six. Mm. Kind of, but like it's it's a little confusing. Like I'm unsure. The show the show is very reverent to Hanobi. Like and to a certain extent it's like oh capitalism. Like like there there's a lot of like positive corporate vibes in the but it's also there also are seed seeding the seeds of Hanobi being more evil. Yeah, I mean, I think if you're that much of a monopoly, you can't be like a hundred percent fine. I mean Well yeah. hello, their video. I mean they also mind white people, but yeah, they're they're video game the stuff, stuff's glitching, they mind white people. It's, yeah, they it's mind white people. 
it's framed very not like as bad as you think it would be framed. I would guess the. I mean, the like, first episode frames it real bad, and then they just kind of back. Right. Off. Yeah. Exactly. That, that's what I'd say. Yeah. They, they, they seem very evil in the beginning, but then they're like happily working as this this glitch tech, uh, which just tech support. But you're like fighting. Like it's a pretty cool concept. But, but yeah. um, but like this is like a bad thing, right? Them. That they're like making kids like fight their uh their their problems that like literally could harm harm people and then might be wiping memories. It's oh, all really terrible. They need I'm, people that are young and nimble and can go on fights every yeah, day. Not just good, like not good. Eva. You also, need young children. Like our uh like I wonder if we were gonna get an episode on this or not since like Five was like, y'all can't afford to run the food truck without me. Like, is he like giving them his money? Like, how much are they being paid? Like what yeah, I need to know point. these things. Also, Do they get like they need I, like workers comp. Like, where are their injury protections? Like they don't even wear helmets, guys. They wear they have goggles. It's fine. That's not a helmet. Uh, it just seems like there's a lot we're not uh, purposely not doing yet. So I don't know. I want to see this the Hanobi plot start to happen, which I really don't care that much about these specifics. But I'm also I am bothered though. Like, are we in summer vacation? Like, do these people <laughs> go to school? Okay. Okay. What are the specifics of the world? Do yeah. we mentioned high school once? Okay, the older sister mentioned it, yes. but we didn't see anyone at it. And they were oh yeah yeah school. yeah. They she always she talks about high school. Yeah, yeah. School. and and the, and the younger sister is in a high school like in a school auditorium and like a school gymnasium mm-hmm. for the karate tournament. But that's mm-hmm. it. That's all we talk. About school ever yeah i'm like is this a future world where the corporations in charge like that's the vibes i got at some points but also yeah. maybe it's just the normal world i think it's yeah. the normal world i think it's summer vacation but who knows we should say that you know <laughs> no we don't need to know that we just I mean, care about the gaming we don't need to know about school <laughs> Keep, keep gaming. Screw school. Just stay the being glitch decks, right? Like they're gonna quit school. I'm kind of happy out. never mentioning it, never explaining. I I, I like it. It's just yeah, it's, it's fine. I mean, I think the best. I feel like the best parts of the show are when they are in a vi- video game environment. Um, yeah. So it's almost like the world is less relevant. But there's some good. There's the, I, I really like the the sister um, Miko with the older sister stuff in that episode. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed that too. Yeah. So that's like more real life stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any other, like, okay, how about the concept of glitches? Just like, it, like, instead of it being, uh, in software bug, it manifests in the physical world as a glitch. Um, it's like, it, like, that's kind of the backbone, I guess, of the show. I think that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it does feel Van- Danny Phantom, feels very Code Lyoko, Xana, E. Um, it's, uh, I think that we could, we could, there's, you could get a lot more into it. You're just mostly exploring the different types of glitches so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying um, that. Also, my favorite part, like what really kind of sold me, it's such a dumb little detail, but when they were like, this isn't rated G for gross, it's G for glitch. <laughs> yeah, this is so funny. But I also like, I really like that, like, though it's also interesting, it's like, what do you know, Hanobi? Like, yeah, pretty, uh, you know, they're, they're, they, they're only relying on their internal tech support to deal with a thing that could really kill people yeah um yeah interesting like we're, we're like we're we're kind of like if miraculous ladybug actually mattered <laughs> this is what it would be because I, like you know we have like the magical like ladybugs that fix everything they kind of can fix everything but like with but mind they just, wipes yeah they mind wipe people it's like it's like men in black i i, I think when i watched the first episode i said that Miko reminds me of a mix of Marinette and Star because, like, she's just has that same irreverent, like, just like 
she doesn't care about anything, but also she has this just she really likes people and she really cares about people at the mm. same time. And it's just I it's a good combination. I like it. I like her a lot. Yeah, I also like the Marinette comparisons. Um yeah, it's just like Marinette. With, it's Marinette without the crush. And that means that Marinette's just nice. Right. Yes. Yeah. No awkwardness. Marinette is crush. literally the sweetest character on earth. She's a sweet bean. Good, yeah. And uh, all, all, all our faves comparing to Mika. That's a good sign. Yeah, um, no, it's great. It's, no, it's they're okay. both just so precious. And I just I just appreciate that there isn't just fabricated drama. That's what's so irritating. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of yeah, not a lot of drama. That's good. Um, let's go through a lot of these characters. We talked about most of them already. Mitch, any more Mitch? We talked, we hashed out. Oh Mitch my God. So Mitch. great. Can we just say that he was great in that fluke? Like thing that the container that he was stuck in. Oh, that was blow. great. And they're like, yeah, Oh, cause he, apparently he's dying. And he was like, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that Mitch like is, has a very suave and is like, yeah. The, the, but like, he doesn't like look like a pretty traditional pretty boy. Like he's, he, I, I don't know. I like the design compared to he how the character is. Yeah. Also, he's a giant he's baby. So good. The, the, he's a giant baby. Okay, I love, more Mitch, please. That's my <laughs> that's my request. How about Bits, the robot assistant? Bits is um, fun. He's just fun. He's fun. Not a lot of bits so far. No, but, uh, he reminds me a little bit of Kevin. Only bits of bits, you could say. Kevin, he's n- not weird. Kevin, <laughs> yeah, not, not a, weird. Kevin from. Uh, Final space. Yeah. Uh, okay, we can't talk. Michelle yeah, go don't. off the rails if we talk. Bits is no Kevin. Ali, um, <laughs> Ali, the bird. Um, oh my god. It's it's cool She's that so the animal companion is this weird bird. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> <is> so cute. <laughs> Ali's great. Weird powers. Yeah. I think but, my, I think my, I was sold on Ali when uh, they were flying around on her back, and she had like, and and the bird had like played wigs like jet engines or something it was so stupid and i was so for it yeah it, ali's been really fun um and uh, she's good in in eight um what's her intro at two or three three and uh yeah a lot of good ali stuff uh so far um the boss Phil. very tip stereotypical boss design yes. i love i love he's, he's also not kind a of a secret sweetie yeah, he's not a huge part of the show. He kind of just trusts them to go off and do their missions and is kind of laid back and not like on their butts about everything. And I love that too. Maybe, it's just kind of nice. He reminds me of a mix he of be, the dad. Well. Yeah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't trust them at all. But he reminds me of a mix of the dad from Danny Phantom and the principal from Danny Phantom. Phantom. Yes. Like he's he has like strictness to him, but he's just also like. I could not care enough about exactly. Like, they, like, there's the poor, the, the the third episode. Miko's like so scared because she broke the gauntlet, and he's just like, I don't care. It's not my job to fix this. And he's just like, sure, whatever. You're back. Or like when the inspector comes in, he's like, look, I don't have time to check my email, and he's like talking crap, <laughs> yeah. and then she's like, oh, I'm the inspector, and he's like, what? I yeah. think my favorite Phil scene was the one where Five is like guarding the simulation I room. I hate him so stupid. I was and he was just yelling like, "There's nothing to see over here." They do it like five times down the hall, and each uh, time it's funnier. And I don't know why. Just uh, every single time. Oh, I'll just come down there. And and it was so. It was. It was so good. It was. So I was. Good. You're so dumb. Like, but five, it was. Five. Yeah, uh, Phil. I, he comes across very sympathetically and like harmless and endearing. Yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for the turn. 
He definitely just comes across he's, as just You're like, waiting for the turn, Dylan? He's the embodiment of the company. I think there's going to be a dark side to him. I, I, I think he doesn't know a lot. I think all he, these It seems like that, right? It seems like that. They were literally going to know what's going on. Right, I know, but it's all misdirection. You have to be like a really <laughs> fancy person in this company to really know like the inner know, scoop of the glitches. He's definitely, he's definitely doing sketch stuff. I'm telling he's you. Literally, oh, he's literally, we're going to get <laughs> shut down. He yeah, doesn't know well, anything. Throw, it throws you off the scent. That's he doesn't like, know oh. anything. <laughs> okay, that's I, this. This I don't know what that's coming to remind me. We didn't talk about their usernames, Dylan. How good oh, they yeah, are. So uh, Mikao, Mikao is so good. And high five, yeah. And Mitch, Mitch, we showed one for Mitch too. I forget it was only in the first episode though. Mikao, literally like Ko. I know speed. it's so cute, <laughs> but it's so good. Why aren't we talking about the most important character? Who? Bit. 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 We talked about. We it. talked about bit. bit. You didn't say anything. We said there wasn't a lot of bit. <laughs> what, are bit what, are your, bit. what are your bit? What are your bits? What are your What are your bit takes? I love him. He's the best. <laughs> he has a cute little face. Yeah, he he's does. adorable. And he's helpful. Eric, they call he's him all the time. It's great. he's better than it. Clippy by a lot. That's you know okay. that's pretty good. <laughs> all the good parts of High Kevin. So. Are you talking about okay. actual Clippy, or do you mean the Hinobi Clippy that we got to tour? Actual Clippy. <laughs> Actually, oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot about that H. The speak, the talking. You mean Hanobi Clippy? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, it was so good. Like Miko wanting to die the entire time. Yeah, was, that like, was super really horrible. relatable. Uh, we talked about Miko's mom. We talked about the sisters. Nika. Nika's good. Um, how about Lexi? We didn't talk about Lexi. One? Nika's the older one. Lexi's the ah uh, right younger. Lexi's one. adorable. She does karate, so I'm sold. Yeah, yeah. I like her. Also, I she's really... sneaky. She's been hoarding information. Yeah, yeah, she's smart. She's perceptive. Yeah. I really liked that um, with Lexi, we really highlighted, and with Nico a little bit, we highlighted that all the children are kind of suffering in their own way from the way the mother treats them. Because, like, it, but in just different ways. Like, Miko's having struggle, like, doing what she wants to do. Lexi just feels like she needs to be the best at everything. That's what she was taught, essentially. Like, there's, she doesn't, she got that from somewhere, and we can only assume she got it from her parents, that she feels that she needs to win every time. And Miko showed her, you can just have fun and you can enjoy that. And that's good enough. Like that's that feeling you get when you enjoy it. That's enough for you to just enjoy it. That's all there is to it. And I think that's a good message. That's good. I love uh, Miko interacting with the yeah. children as well. She's and able to kind of use gaming to bond with both of them in slightly yeah. different ways. And I think that's a really brilliant choice for the show. And I think the trophy thing at the end of episode nine is like kind of brilliant. Like, just giving her the thing that she kind of made fun of um, Nico for having. And then she's like, but she seems to like actually like be like, oh, I get it now. This is, I get it. I like this. And it's, yeah, it's I, I did, so I did like that callback too in nine a lot. Yeah. And love, uh, it just seems like she, uh, Miko really cares about Lexi in that last episode too, which is really nice. Um, and Nika too. And then Bob yeah. as well. Those are some, some of the best moments. Um, Hanish and Zara. Um, Zara, Zara's good though. So cool. I want to <laughs> see more. Cool. Zara okay. looks great. They actually convince you that these people are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very little they're, they're screen good. time. I just like that Zara is just like she's really good, and it's just that she's not the leader, just because like she just doesn't want to fight with Mitch. Like that's the only reason. Yeah. yeah. Like, she's just like. I'm good, and I'm confident that I'm good. It's just I have no interest in being a leader. And then, and then she got a taste of it, and she's like, "Oh wait, no, this is fun. This is fun being the leader." Mitch loses his mind when she floats oh, okay. the idea of taking turns. 
I just love the scene where she like they like throw her at like the Cthulhu monster and she just cuts off one of the tentacles. It's just like so cool that I'm like, bitch, you're nowhere close to either of these people. Um, you know, he's cool too. Is he though? Uh, uh, to me. And then he <laughs> raises his hand, and I'm like, you oh precious. my god, yeah. Anish is also great. Um. And uh, yeah, more more of the two of them. They basically have they're they're in the first episode, and then they're in that alpha leader episode. They um, also had really good comedic timing the whole season. Like when uh, Zara's like, uh, I mean, everybody like ever has good comedic timing, but they're just like he really likes hacking, and he's just like, yeah, I really like hacking. <laughs> like it's, like they 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 like to emphasize the things people like as a joke, but not in like a poking mean way. And I really enjoyed that. Mm, nice. Um, we mentioned the end credits. Yeah, just the the what? What did you say? Chip tune, eight bit, whatever of the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really it's a nice choice for the end credits. Then it's always really annoying. And they're facing Chompy Cat, which is yeah, obviously the, yeah, the best. Oh, yeah, Michelle, villain. what's your thoughts on the cat glitch? Oh yeah, it's great. And also that like ball enclosure with all the cats floating around that Mitch has to deal with that also oh, doesn't oh, have air in it was pretty that's hilarious. Great. I like this cat thing going on here. More <laughs> cats, please. Wow, that what a shock, Michelle saying. I know all, all the surprise takes today. Not <laughs> gamer like cats. I mean, oh my god. god. Okay, uh, let's let's pick a favorite episode. We've we've hinted at this. Delaney, yeah. what's your fave? Michelle, what's your I, fave? I was, <laughs> I was getting there. I'm Go sorry. ahead, Delaney. Delaney, what's your fave? <laughs> It's Castle Crawl. Yeah. Okay. So you, that's why you bolded it? Three for three. I'm assuming. I, I don't know what Maddie's favorite is. It's a close second. Is Adventures in Pet Training. Okay. So you also you do really like it. Nice. Yes. Uh, Michelle, you like Castle Crawl? Oh my god. And again, as someone who's maybe played twelve games in her whole life that haven't been watching someone else's let's play, Castle Crawl was super fun. And even stuff about like, oh yeah, there's that chest no one can ever get. And then like once they actually beat the game for real, it's like, oh, and the whole like thing flipped over. Yeah, now you, you can know, I really enjoy it. Enjoyed, yeah, the it fact that they went clever. all the way back upside down. And the fact that Miko like she, I like that it wasn't really a competition. Like Five kind of made it a competition because he's insecure about not beating games as much as her. But the fact that she actually hadn't beat it, so they got to figure out how to actually beat the final part together was really nice. And it was just really funny. The villain's so over the top. They make yeah. fun of his like ridiculous laugh, which like is a gag that happens a couple times, and it's good every time. It's just a really solid, well crafted episode. And you just watched Castlevania like a week ago. I know, I had some tangible relevance to what Castlevania even is. I'd say Cry Trainer is my second favorite. Karate Trainer, nice. Um, I love the the spork that turns into the sword. Into like an epic sword. sword. Oh, like in the bent sword. Oh, bent sword's good too. Maddie, what's your fave? I think that's hard because all these are very different. Castle Crawl is like really, really good. And if like if a gun was pointed my head, I'd probably say that was like the best. But I, I, I'd be lying if I said it was my favorite. I think my favorite was probably, I think, eight. Because, like, I talked about that feeling. Like, it actually made me feel something, which is impressive. Like, it made me feel something that was really, like, something I hadn't thought about. It, like, was trying to legitimize these feelings, these, this, like, parasocial relationship you have with just, like, a character in your individual game. Like, copy of a game. And I think that's kind of cool. And I, and I didn't think about it the way they had presented it before. 
Nice. Yeah. Castle Crawl's, uh, eight's good. Castle Crawl's definitely my favorite. That's the one that really, I rewatched that one. That's the one that stands out the most to me. I also think, um, for me, second best is definitely the first episode, Agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, really good. Definitely. definitely. It's, it's, yeah, for, I, sorry. I, for me, I think like Castle Crawl and Agent Nobi are like in a tier above the rest. Uh, you could throw eight there and if you want to, too. But, um, I don't know. Just the, the, yeah, the first, it just really stands out because of the, what they present is so different than than the rest of the show, and it also is just very good. It's impressive yeah. for you know the first episode of a show to be so good, and it really is. It's a great episode, and you know especially when you compare it to Voltron, and that first episode's terrible. Oh. Well, they're oh. doing similar things, so that is a stacked premiere, like a yes. multi-episode premiere too. Yeah. Speaking of Voltron, though, there was a reference to Voltron. In Toiletron. Oh yeah, I want to say they had, a trans- they had a transformation sequence wow. with the, the toilet. Yeah, so and it was good. so much quicker and better than the transformation. Sanatron. <laughs> no, when, no. When it said pilots detected, I was like, I have to leave. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they had the head come out of the toilet. I was losing it. It's so shows weird. are shows are very early on doing. It transformation parodies like this is like oh episode two let's do yeah sure okay this um, one had transformation sequences they're all amazing cupcake, so, cupcake and dino like that did a transformation episode two like why, why are we this the first thing we want to parody for everything it's great. because it's just um okay uh what uh what yeah there was what else i've written down with um the uh oh the 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 amusement park in six is Funland, which is Steve. Oh Denver's. yeah, oh yeah, and is a real thing. Um, yeah, Bergy, we like Bergy. Yes, yes. Bergy's just Kyle from Shira, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> they are the same. I literally thought they're the same voice actor, but <laughs> they seem the same. I mentioned it in non spoilers, but I really like that Bergy. Like, I really thought he was being introduced to be like the butt of a joke, and like he is like a jokey character. But they don't imply that the way he likes things and who he is is the problem. It's just like, he's just kind of a klutz, and that's funny sometimes. But I mean... I, yeah, I like I, his presentation in Seven, yeah. Yeah, and but again, like, it does. I do like that all of the, like... He's probably the least competent, and everyone else is a lot better than him, and I like that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Miko... Um, She's like, I don't want to turn into the the statue with the bad face, and in the oh background, the statue's there, and she's mimicking the pose. That yeah. that shot is. Really oh my good. god, that was such a funny set of things. Like, oh right, I better be like comfy when I get turned into a statue. <laughs> well, I really yeah. like at the end where he was like, "Oh, is my statue cool? bad?" And she yeah. was like, "I'm really bad at lying," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Sad." sad. Yeah. Uh, and then you, we mentioned it, but in nine, uh, fives and do he's playing Metal Gear, Metal Gear, and oh he's uh, really into the stealth stuff. That's some good Metal Gear. It was Gear so fun. He's cracking me up when he's in the box, and then when he's he in, the in the box again at the end. It's so good. Yeah, she like leaves the popcorn and notices he's there. He's there. like, "Oh, hi, Mrs. Miko's mom." It was so fun. I, I just can't get over like how many references are because like I I loved when he threw the coin and Phil chased after it like just showing how stupid it is in video games are like oh a loose change I'll go get that like it's like so funny it was so it was like reminding me of a bunch of a lot of Assassin's Creed at that moment nice nice yeah um just the stealth game stuff cool uh, okay final anything else we can talk about our final thoughts Delaney I just really enjoyed this show like I'm really I'm really happy with it. And I definitely would say that I would have appreciated a show like this when I was younger. So I think this is really good. Like, I'm all about positive gaming stuff. And these characters are so sweet. And I just, I'm all about these, like, happy-go-lucky shows. So I'm I'm about it. Nice. No drama 2020. Yeah, not a lot of drama. I really hope we have enough drama. That's why you need Mitch for the drama. 
Well, I mean, yeah, but his job was very like one-sided and he always oh, ends up being the one who gets hurt him for robbing that spaghetti place like he's so oh my oh, god yeah, oh, that was brilliant though i mean <laughs> but, if you're 14 we i want to try that. that at least once okay but we never go back to that but he literally ro- he committed an actual crime well also miko gets his car to stop and the spaghetti goes all over his windshield in his face so he doesn't actually get to eat much of it I mean, if it's any true. consolation yeah the, 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 i can't get over that karma too. works very quickly with mitch which is part of why i love him he it's doesn't get away with a lot he buys a million pairs of shoes because he doesn't have any friends and he has to have something to fill his heart oh with God, he's like I he's like love- two to sell one to keep and then one to wear. And I was like, you're so annoying. <laughs> oh, I love him. He just needs to figure out how oh friendship works. It was so funny, though, when he didn't, when Five didn't pre-order. And I was like, this is a real feeling. Yeah, that is a real feeling. To hit. Check out, yeah. Um, the, the spaghetti in a bucket made me think this is not our world. <laughs> it made me think of the taco place in, uh, in Star. Star. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. I also made me thought it's like uh, this is supposed to be ramen, but it's like a localization, so they don't say ramen. Um, but I don't know. That's For the record, I would eat spaghetti in a bucket. Yeah, I mean, me too. It's in a bucket. Still, it's in a bucket. It's in. Right, I like gimmicks. Okay, let me like my gimmicks. I would. It's, I would. I would. Have, where it's spaghetti in a bucket it's also, and it's yeah, hat. It's great. Okay, it's like, kind of cruel to make them wear that, but it's, it's cool. It's a, I would also get the spaghetti in a bucket. Of course, I, yeah. I was like, shut up. You also would eat spaghetti. Of course, and I would also eat bucket and a bowl are very similar. So. Like spaghetti in a bucket plus like a bucket of garlic bread would be great. Do you think oh you're expected God, to yes. eat it with your hands? Like, because like they didn't give him silverware. They <laughs> I think gave him a bucket. Chopsticks. Was he eating with chopsticks? Well, Did I hallucinate that? I don't remember enough of the first episode. Like... <laughs> I was too bad being mad at him to really like. Oh, you gotta go back and rewatch them. He we robbed hate her. Watching. Can't, got, hate watching is good for characters like uh, <laughs> the, which, though, that's the positive. You just gotta love hate watching. I literally watching. can't watch anything Lila's in. She makes my blood pressure go up <laughs> so high. So I love Lila, I love Mitch, you know, there they go. Mm. It's, a it's a ladybug character. Uh, Michelle, uh, final thoughts. This show made me feel like maybe getting into gaming is something I could maybe do more of because it is so positive and very entry level friendly, which maybe that's part of the intention. Honestly, the the kids are great. They like each other. They have really good animation action sequences. They're leveling up. The world's a good place for them right now. I'm I'm curious if plot stuff's gonna make things go in a darker place. I'm not in a hurry to get there, but it might. For now, I'm 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 intrigued though, and I don't feel like we have to be in a rush getting any particular place with plot. Uh, nice, yeah, Maddie. Uh, just that I love Miko, and I really really relate to the parents not wanting me to play video games because they're like, oh, you're it, they're gonna make you really angry and violent. Um. But yeah, I, I just like this positive version of it. Just like, yeah, it's just they're just a way to have fun. And that's just all they are. And that's good. I liked it a lot. Nice. Yeah, I, li- I like the show. It's just really fun. Yeah. Um, looking forward to in the next batch, which at least should be double this. Or at least should be this, if not a little more. Um, and uh, would li- I mean, I don't know. It's it's would love if there was more of the show if that's possible i mean stop production but it could could happen I, I guess um and um yeah just more shows like that are just visually distinctive and gorgeous i think has uh, been a really great thing recently 
um, with shows like this and more and yeah, just very, very fun and gorgeous shows. Uh, always would love watching uh glitch decks yeah even yeah. even even no even if the plot even if the specific episode was not that interesting for whatever reason it would still be like really enjoyable to watch it so. yeah um yeah okay so let us know what you thought of glitch decks uh comments overly animated.com youtube youtube.com slash overly animated um can talk about glitch checks on our discord with us at discord overly animated.com slash discord and support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our Patreon podcast, Brendan, a.k.a. Kells. And thanks as well to our Patreon executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Um, we'll be, if next Glitch Checks drop, probably talk about it. Um, yes. I don't know if we'll... <laughs> we'll if it happens, topics that, it will happen. Don't fix happen. it. It'll happen. Netflix has the episodes. We'll put it out, I guess. But yeah, um, I don't know if we th- we could think if there's a topic that comes up for glitch checks. Could talk about at any point. I'm sure we'll reference the show in other cross show podcasts as well. Um, we talked about a bunch of different shows on this one too. Um, so yeah, uh, let's know what you think. And thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.